Welcome to The Veteran Doctor. This podcast is for anyone interested to improving their knowledge on veteran-centric topics. Veterans have dedicated their lives to serving our country, so now it's our turn to serve them as they transition back into their civilian lives. We have discovered that there is a lack of knowledge on the availability of resources and how to properly navigate the systems available to veterans when they transition out of the military service. This podcast's purpose is to help bridge this gap of knowledge and guide veterans to resources that they so deserve. The Veteran Doctor is hosted by Dr. John Heinzelman, who has a master's degree in sports and performance psychology and a doctorate in psychology where he specializes in research. He is also a retired Army Airborne Infantry veteran with 22 years of service. So sit back, relax, and enjoy The Veteran Doctor. Good morning, veterans, family, and friends. Welcome back to the 19th episode of The Veteran Doctor. On this week's episode, we will discuss helping veteran ideas. We will also continue our fun facts of UBI, useful bits of information, and veteran news. So stick around for the rest of the program. Hello, fellow veterans. I hope everyone is doing well during these challenging times that we are in with COVID-19 and quarantine. It seems like that there's a uh, light at the end of the tunnel. It seems like things are starting to open up and we are gonna be starting a new normal in our way of life. Who knows? Anyway, I would like to talk to you about helping veterans today. We always discuss this um, in different ways on how we can help veterans. But our primary mission when we get out of the military is to organize and try to help veterans within our communities. I'm sure you already do an outstanding job of this. However, what we do need to do as individuals is basically show some gratitude for our sacrifices that we've made and support veterans. There's many ways to do this to make it happen. Sometimes even a small gesture can have a significant impact on these veterans. Our veterans have many needs and challenges because of their military service, and they can also use support and assistance in many different ways that may not always be obvious. It is just a thought, and it does not take much to devote a little bit of time to help these fellow veterans out. Here are some ideas. Just a slight note, please uh, use caution during these COVID-19 quarantine restrictions. As your state begins to open up, then you can start um, ensuring that uh, you comply with the state's safety requirements with uh, COVID-19. Number one, pick up the tab for a veteran's coffee or meal. The next time you see a veteran in a restaurant or standing in a line of a coffee, pick up the tab. You can do so anonymously if you would prefer, but even a quick thank you for your service would mean a lot to a veteran. You don't have to limit yourself to dinner or a latte. You can pay for a tank of gas or a prescription or a cart of groceries. Number two, show up, support veterans by providing transportation. One way to support veterans in a local area is to provide necessary transportation to get to medical and mental health treatment appointments. The VA has a volunteer transportation network that allows veterans to donate their time or to use their vehicles for veterans in need. 
donated vehicles may also be used or accepted by the program. Number three, visit wounded vets in a nearby VA facility. Another great way to show up and support veterans is to pay a visit to wounded vets in a VA facility near you. These injured veterans may not have many visitors to brighten their day. Once you visit the nearest VA facility, contact the staff and find out if you can arrange a visit. The staff may be able to identify veterans who can benefit from these visits. Number four, say thank you and mean it. One of the easiest ways to support veterans is to say thank you as long as it's heartful, felt, and sincere. A simple act of gratitude for everything that a veteran faced and gave up seems like such a small thing, but it is something that American veterans do not hear as often as they should. These two words can brighten even a lousy day for a veteran because you acknowledge their service. In particular, saying welcome home, thank you for your service to Vietnam veterans can have a substantial emotional impact on them since Vietnam era veterans did not experience even the lip service support from American society that today's veterans receive. Number five, fight homelessness, evictions, and foreclosures among veterans. If you support veterans, then you realize that many veterans face foreclosures, evictions, and homelessness. You can volunteer with the National Coalition of Homeless Veterans, donate your time and effort to homes of our troops, or even provide financial assistance to veteran organizations that prevent the evictions of military families. Number six, perform home repairs or household chores for veterans in need. One terrific way to support veterans is to perform home repairs or household chores for veterans in need. Many veterans in your area may need help with household chores or home repairs because of a disability, a severe injury, or even a lack of financial resources. When you help out in this way, you will gain an incredible sense of satisfaction while helping repay a veteran who deserves it. Number seven, donate your time to a veteran organization. There are other ways to support veterans, even if you do not have special skills or a lot of knowledge in home repairs. You can volunteer to veteran organizations and make a difference. These organizations depend on volunteers to keep costs down by helping with clerical work, answering phones, organizing, and stepping into help with menial work can make an enormous difference. The National Veteran Foundation welcomes volunteers of all ages and skill levels at their offices in Los Angeles. Number eight, replace one light bulb in a house with a green one. The green light veteran project is a simple way to remind yourself and others about the sacrifice veterans have made in our, for our country and to show your appreciation to them. Simply purchase a green bulb and place it somewhere in your house. A porch light is ideal since it's most visible to others. Over 9 million people across the nation have logged their green lights into the project's nationwide map so far. Number nine, volunteer your services to help vets in need. If you do not have a special skill that you can offer, whether these are IT skills, tax preparation training, or medical training, then you can support veterans by providing your skills free of charge. You will be able to use your knowledge and training to help veterans who need these skills right away and who may have limited financial resources to pay for these type of types of assistance. Number 10, write a letter to thank a veteran. Operation Gratitude is an organization that coordinates care packages, gifts, and letters to thank veterans. You can work 
through them to send your appreciation to a vet or volunteer to help assemble care packages. And if you still have candy kicking around from Halloween, Operation Gratitude also mails sweets to deployed troops. Number 11, spend time with a vet and take the time to listen. One way you can give something back to a veteran who is willing to sacrifice everything is to spend time with them and listen to them. Many veterans end up socially isolated and this can be a negative effect on their mental and physical health. Get to know the veterans in your area and spend time with them so they can have social opportunities and do not end up isolated. Number 12, provide food for veterans. Many veterans are hungry and a home cooked meal will provide them with a much needed nutrition. Even veterans that are not lacking food will benefit from a meal or a homemade batch of cookies. It shows them that someone cares. Contact your local church or veterans organization to see who might appreciate some culinary delights. Feed Our Vets is an organization that specializes in feeding hungry veteran families. Number 13, get involved with a veterans assistance program. There are veterans in our, your community that could use help, but how do you find them? Contact your local veteran assistance program, such as one offered by the DAV. They'll be able to put you in touch with the local vets who need help doing chores like yard work, housework, grocery shopping, and running errands. Number 14, help veterans with job training. Adjusting to civilian life after military service isn't always smooth sailing. Hiring heroes helps vets with interview skills, resumes, and training so they can find a post-military career. They even partner with various employers to host a job board. Through hiring heroes, you can help veterans with mock interviews, career counseling, job searches, workshops, and more. Number 15, help build a house for a veteran. Building homes for heroes builds and modifies homes to suit the needs of veterans injured from Iraq and Afghanistan. These houses are given mortgage-free to veterans and their families. You can volunteer your painting, carpentry, plumbing, wiring, and other skilled services, or you can just donate to the cause. Number 16, volunteer for an Operation Reveille or stand-down event for homeless veterans. The VA continuously hosts Operation Reveille or stand-down, a series of one to three day events that give you much needed supplies and services to homeless veterans. Vets can receive everything from food to clothing to health screening, housing solutions, substance abuse treatment, and mental health counseling. They take place at various places across the nation all year long. So contact your, the representative in your state about when and how you can volunteer. Number 17, visit a vet with your pet. It is a well-known fact that animals provide emotional and physical benefits. According to the Mayo Clinic, animals-assisted therapy can significantly reduce pain, anxiety, depression, and fatigue in people with a range of health problems. Dogs are the most commonly used for therapy and service dogs. A well-behaved dog can receive certification and be able to bring some affection and calmness in a vet's life. Number 18, send a care package. In addition to helping people send care packages to active duty members, Operation Gratitude, Welcome Home Heroes initiative sends care packages to veterans. Just as with our care packages to deploy troops, 
We want to put a smile on the faces of every veteran who courageously serves our nation, says Operation Gratitude's founder, Carolyn Blazik, of the organization's website. Veteran care packages can include many of the items sent to active duty troops, including personal letters of thanks, snacks, books, magazines, and hygiene items. So, there you have it. This list is not inclusive by any means. Please add to it and be creative in your ways that you want to give back to veterans in your community. They will appreciate it just as you did when you received something in the past. Believe it or not, it is also very therapeutic for you to help and give to other veterans. to the next portion of our program called UBI, useful bits of information, or depending on your perspective, useless bits of information. And the first piece we have is the Department of Defense employs about 1.8 million people on active duty status. It is the largest employer of the United States with more employees than Exxon, Mobil, Ford, General Motors, and GE combined. The next one is fewer than 28% of Americans between the ages of 17 and 23 are qualified for military service, roughly one in four. The next is the United States has 737 military installations overseas alone. The next one is 30 of the 43 presidents served in the army, 24 during the time of war, two earned the rank of five-star general, Washington and Eisenhower, and one earned the Medal of Honor, Teddy Roosevelt. The next one is the U.S. Army was in charge of exploring and mapping America. The Lewis and Clark expedition was an all-Army affair. The Army officers were the first Americans, Americans to see such landmarks as Pikes Peak and the Grand Canyon. And the last one for the this week is the Air Force's F-117 fighter 
uses aerodynamics discovered during research of how bumblebees fly. We'll move on now to our next portion of our program called Veteran News. And this week's Veteran News is that Biden says keeping U.S. troops in Afghanistan past this summer makes no sense to me. According to Leo Shane III, President Joe Biden on Wednesday said that withdrawal of all U.S. troops from Afghanistan will begin at the start of May and finish before September 11th, but vowed leaders will remain focused on U.S. security as they end a nearly 20-year conflict. With the terror threat now in many places, keeping thousands of troops grounded and concentrated just in one country at the cost of billions each year makes no sense to me and our leaders, the Commander-in-Chief said in a national address announcing the plan. We cannot continue to cycle the extending and expanding our military presence in Afghanistan, hoping to create ideal conditions with the draw and, and expecting a different result. I'm now the fourth U.S. president to proceed over America's troop presence in Afghanistan. I will not pass this responsibility on to the fifth. The move comes from nearly 2,500 U.S. service members who have been killed and more than 20,700 wounded in fighting the Asian country following the September 11th of 2001 terrorist attacks on New York, Pennsylvania, and Washington, D.C. At the peak of the conflict, more than 100,000 U.S. service members were deployed to Afghanistan. By the, that number has dropped significantly in recent years. The Defense Department officials have said that about 2,500 U.S. troops in Afghanistan performed training and counterterrorism missions today. Another 7,000 foreign forces have also in the country, helping to support the still inexperienced Afghan security forces. Biden said he supported the initial invasion to respond to horrific attacks in 2001, but questioned the current justification for continuing deployment. I believe that our presence in Afghanistan should be focused on the reason we went in the first place, to ensure Afghanistan would not be used as a base from which an attack on homeland, our homeland again. He said, we did that. We accomplished the objective. War in Afghanistan has never meant to be a multi-generational undertaking. We were attacked. We went to war to clear goals of to achieve our, those objectives. Osama bin Laden is dead. It's time to end that forever war. Last year, the President Donald Trump announced plans to withdraw all U.S. troops from Afghanistan by May 1st, 2021, contingent on Taliban leaders ending hostilities and cooperating with the Afghanistan government. In March, the Special Investigator General of Afghanistan Reconstitution warned that Taliban fighters were not following through with their promises and the Afghanistan security forces are nowhere near achieving self-sufficiency once foreign allies leave. As word of the withdrawal plan leaked Tuesday, numerous lawmakers criticized Biden's strategy as amounting to a retreat, especially since troops will withdraw regardless of the security situation, there deteriorates. But Biden argued with continuing a permanent U.S. military presence, there risks additional costs in lives and treasure with the American people. I know there will be many who will loudly insist that diplomacy 
cannot succeed without a robust U.S. presence to stand as leverage, she said. We gave that argument for a decade. It never proved effective, not when we are 98,000 troops in Afghanistan, and not now, and we're down by a few thousand. Our diplomacy did not hinge on having boots in harm's way, U.S. boots on the ground. We have to change our thinking. American troops shouldn't have to be used to bargain as a bargaining chip between warning parties in other countries. Biden said that for over the last few months, officials will determine what a continuing U.S. diplomacy presence in Afghanistan will look like, including how to ensure the security of our diplomats. Following the speech, uh, Biden visited Section 80 of Arlington National Cemetery, where many of the troops killed in fighting in Afghanistan was buried. Biden called the location a visceral reminder of the living cost of war and said he is the country should never forget the sacrifices of the hundreds of thousands of troops who served there. This concludes our veteran news portion. We'll move on to our shout outs. This section is reserved for recognizing new members of our podcast and partners or sponsors who support us in everything we do. We cannot continue our podcast without everyone's support. So we want to thank you. And our new member for the week is Hermie Garcia. Welcome, Hermie. And we do not have any new partners or sponsors this week, so please listen to the next portion of our program that talks about our patron and sponsorship program. Do you want to be part of something bigger? Do you want to help veterans? Have you thought about helping the veteran doctor? As you may already know, the focus of the Veteran Doctor is to improve your knowledge on veteran-centric topics. The research and information dissemination process can be daunting with the maintenance of literature, books, websites, blogs, podcast episodes, and other administrative necessities. This ultimately takes time, resources, and marketing to reach and support veterans, as well as their very diverse needs. We are so excited about the process of podcasting and the potential impact it can have on the veteran population. To keep going and improve this podcast, we would tremendously be grateful to anyone who can support us in our expansion and growth. We are looking to enhance this podcast quality and would find it more manageable with a bit of support. So if you think you're receiving a few dollars a month worth of entertainment, we would greatly appreciate you investing in The Veteran Doctor. We offer different rewards for different pledge obligations, so please see what may fit your budget. Once again, we appreciate your support. And from all the veterans out there who benefit from this podcast, I'm sure they appreciate your support too. Every program must establish a goal and milestones to determine what is going to be done with the funding. The first goal we're going to reach is a monthly pledge of $500 collectively. The milestones are, number one, help pay for ongoing production costs, hosting fees for websites, blogs, and podcasts. Number two, help purchase rewards for patron supporters. Number three, offset marketing costs for websites, blogs, and podcasts. And number four, help buy new equipment and technology to improve podcast sound and quality. There are different rewards for each monthly donation amounts. The donation amounts range from $1 to $50 a month. The rewards include one or more of the following items listed depending on the level of monthly donation. Some examples of the rewards may consist of, number one, a thank you on the show or website. Number two, a thank you email. Number three, early access to new episodes. 
Number four, show swag, t-shirts, bumper stickers, lapel pins, and a pen. Number five, a patron can read a short message on the show. Number six, call in as a special guest. And number seven, a patron can determine a show topic. So if you think you're receiving a few dollars worth of uh, entertainment, come on down and support the veteran doctor. As veterans, we have a lot of questions when it comes to transitioning out of the military. Or are you already out of the military and having trouble reintegrating? Are you having issues finding veteran resources? Or do you just want to learn more about veterans? Well, the Veterans Resource and Transition Guide may just be the solution for your issues. This book is available on Amazon.com and is in both ebook or paperback. It is a book written to help veterans with research, knowledge, and resources with their transition back into civilian life and beyond. Our society's current problem demonstrates that many veterans, as they transition out of the military, do not have the knowledge, training, or resources to reintegrate back into society properly. They do not know where to go, what to do, and do not even have a sufficient plan to survive. The purpose of this guide is to provide a one-stop and quick reference source of research, knowledge, and resources for veterans to easily reference to give veterans a better understanding of the dynamics of veteran issues, educate veterans on the process of transitioning out of the military, what to do once they get out, develop a plan, and provide resources to help make life a little easier during and after that transitional experience. Additional information has been added for our survivors' benefits for surviving widows, and a military 101 class to help educate the civilian workforce on military culture and lifestyle. The guide's additional intent is to make it a living document by taking input from readers and providers on information and resources, providing an annual update to veterans on the ever-changing and developing process of transitioning and resources. This guide will provide resources of knowledge to veterans, helping guide them through their transitional journey. So grab yourself a copy today and get those resources you so deserve. Do you want to learn more about me? Maybe you uh, want to learn more about my new book or future books. What about our new veteran blog? Do you want to learn more about the veteran doctor? Well, my website may be your solution. My author website is up and is available for viewing at www.johneheinzelman.com. That's J-O-H-N-E-H-E-I-N-T-Z-E-L-M-A-N.com. This site will provide you with the latest and greatest information on me, my latest literary works, future works, my veteran blog, and this podcast, Veteran Doctor. A unique feature available on the website is the Veteran Blog. The Veteran Blog provides veterans with the latest up-to-date information on veteran-specific topics that affect everyday life, whether challenging or life-enhancing. The purpose of this site is to keep veterans informed and help improve knowledge quicker and on demand. Subscriptions are available in monthly, weekly, 
and unlimited access depending on the veteran's informational requirements. The feature of this site will include special features, video, classes, depending on the subscriber access level. Please check it out and try our seven-day free trial. So as this week's episode comes to a close, we hope you enjoyed the information you gained on The Veteran Doctor. Remember, we welcome feedback on this podcast to help improve our quality and content. Or if you have any new ideas, please send them to info at johneheintzelman.com. That's J-O-H-N-E-H-E-I-N-T-Z-E-L-M-A-N.com. I hope you come back and visit us on our next episode. So until next time, take care. Be safe and enjoy your week. Have a good one.